So setting up a frame of reference, sati, mindfulness, establishes a reference frame. Mm. And uh, as an exercise, this means we uh, create a boundary and refer to just this experience of the body. So we're going to just begin to, you know, push aside, sideline other experiences like yesterday and tomorrow and meditation and what I want and, uh, you know, expectation and stillness and transcendent awareness and whatever. You just, you know, just, just get it down to mindfulness of body in and of itself and it's not the body as seen through the eyes or cognized as a thought or an idea I'm short, I'm tall, I'm male, I'm female, whatever but just the direct warm physicality experience and uh, so that's the boundary it's called creating a boundary. Boundaries are created through attention. So using mindfulness to establish a boundary of attention. Within that, you have what we call awareness or chitta, which is the process. So when we mean we talk about mind, we mean this, the consciousness that is aware. So we're aware of what? Aware of warmth, aware of pressures, aware of sensations. All this that we call, this is the body, it's this. It's not a thought. All this is to do with body. And <clears throat> although the, you know, the, that sense of creating a boundary seems to limit, actually now all the sensitivity of awareness which would normally be thrown out to a very wide range of sights and sounds and notions and thoughts and so forth, which is quite subtle and quite detailed, can be turned to this bodily experience. And we begin to sense perhaps, yeah, warmth, okay, different kinds of warmth, really warm here, less warm there. Um, Solid, different kinds of solid, really bony here, actually rather soft and fleshy here, Uh, rigid, tight, tense. So all this, different kinds of bodily impact, pressure of the floor, the feeling of the bat belt around my waist or the collar, Some, some impact quite strong, some less. Sensations. Energies. Tingling in the fingers. Movements. Movement of the belly swelling. Breathing in and out. 
movements, energies, sensations. pressures, the whole range of experience in the body, the whole thing. And that experience we could and probably will name some pieces as leg, as finger, as head. They're really all part of the same thing. There isn't a gap in the experience between head and hand. It just flows together. Just get a sense of opening your attention, your boundary around the whole bodily form as much as you can experience. And you're probably going to recognize you need to encourage your awareness not just to sit up in your head or in your fingers, but also to take into account you have a chest, you have legs, you have feet, you have back. Just see if you can encourage a fuller awareness of the entire experience of body, both its uh, span, its location, and its textures, its consistencies. And within that, How does this get settled? How does this feel most stable and settled? In asking it to freeze into rock, or to be completely still. But how does it feel settled? There's different ways you can sense settled. It could be free. That makes me feel settled. It could be grounded. Yeah, I've got a nice firm base here. Not obstructed. Not tense. Awake. The Buddha's recommendation is that we take the spine as the leader in the organizing center within the body very much neglected not noticed can you sense the spine as your tailbone as the place base of the body you're sitting on can you touch that can you run a finger of awareness up your back slow it down up your back into your neck into your head. Can you get that sense of a balance there within this body experience? Not separate from it, but within it. Acting as a kind of like a central 
centering within the whole field of the body. Just these two principles of covering the entirety of the body in one perception and establishing a center. This itself is just enormously beneficial for sati, for mindfulness. for finding balance and results in the mind beginning to settle, clear. Just this. As you get more familiar with it, study it carefully. Notice particularly within that the organizing experience of breathing in and breathing out, which happens. Bodies do that involuntarily. There's no body doing it. There isn't a person keeping, making sure it's happening. Bodies breathe. How do you know that? For the swelling, the distending, the pressure shift, body's filling, swelling, so on. There's that regular movement. It's the ideal movement for calm because it doesn't impose anything. It's not something we have to do, it happens by itself and it fills and connects to and infuses the entire body domain and it runs along parallel to the spine and from the belly, diaphragm, the chest, throat, head that's the spinal axis, that's the upright track isn't it and all of that is very much connected to the process of breathing in and out so we track that and that's like combing combing through the body to take out the tangles and the dull places. <clears throat> Let's spend some time just tuning into that. I'm just coming to the closing of the meditation exercise. Noticing the results. Stirred, sleepy. These are not, by any means, these aren't negative, they're just the consequences, of, often of shifting gears, going from a 
very much out there do it mode to an internal settling shifting mind states start to break loose and drift around energy shift mm. nothing's going wrong everything is normal and as we begin to open out from the normal mode which we operate the separate self it's rather like everything gets stirred up and begins to become more mobile it takes a while for it to clear very important then just to sustain it's this now it's this what's the response just steadying supporting calming maintaining that's the most skillful response 